0: girl hey should we keep talking about the noxie documentary? <laughs> yes um we're not going to do a recap if you haven't heard part one of our two-part series on the amanda Knox documentary go listen to it part is not going to make any sense all right so at this point amanda and raffaelli are rotting in jail and now we're three weeks after the murder mm-hmm. bombshell
1: yeah talk to me patrick lumumba bartender cleared bye guy. bye Yeah. Bye. He's like, thank God, man. I'm getting the hell out of Dodge. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But police are now saying, doesn't matter. She was still killed by three people. Yeah. Because something that is actually accurate, there are traces of DNA that they can't identify. And the DNA is all over the house and inside Meredith's vagina.
0: We don't know how they eventually just say that it was identified as this guy. What's his name?
1: Rudy Herman Gueda.
0: Okay. We'll just call him the guy at this point.
1: Or Rudy. Rudy.
0: (laughs) That's a word I could pronounce. There are
1: so many people you want to call just start calling people the guy. We're, we're sticking with Rudy. All right,
0: Rudy, Rudy, Rudy.
1: So. Locals described him as a slippery character. <laughs> he was known for breaking into homes. Yeah. And immediately after Meredith's murder, he, speaking of getting the hell out of the Dodge, just fled the country. All of these things are interesting to me.
0: So they So he's gone. He's gone from the country. They get, with, again, with the friends. Remember when um, Tanya Head's friend sang Like a Canary? She's, My favorite line from that whole episode.
1: She did. She was like, girl, come on in here. <laughs> Do I have... She spilled all the tea. She did.
0: So they get one of his friends to spill the tea as well. This informant. You guys, non-gay people, and non, non-RuPaul's Drag Race watching people, tea means information.
1: Yeah, spilling the tea. And it's usually like... Uh, you can't say like spilling the tea isn't like... Here's the subway you take. No, no, no. It's got to be like right. juicy, juicy information right. that you want.
0: So they get this friend to like make a Skype call to Rudy. <laughs> and basically get him to be like, yeah, I was at Meredith's. I took a poop. And I mean, he literally is like, I went into the bathroom. Yeah. I came out, heard Meredith screaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, She was bloody. Her neck was cut mm-hmm. and she was clinging to me and I got scared and left.
1: Which is probably, is that why he didn't flush?
0: I, but it does actually make sense. And if like you're rushing out...
1: I don't... Bl- this guy, there's a lot of...
0: No, he did it. This is the killer. Right. Thank yeah. you. Okay. So, um...
1: He was like, oh, I went to her house and we didn't do anything because neither of us had a condom. And it's like, but if you went over for a booty call, why didn't you bring a condom? Right. Exactly. And that probably explains why there wasn't a break-in because they... At, he admitted to meeting her and kind of hooking up with her on the dance floor and all this stuff.
0: Yeah. So, like, the one big bombshell is that he says... By the way, Amanda wasn't there. She had nothing to do with this. Right.
1: And there's like audio and there are screenshots of the text. Like he he actually said this.
0: Amanda's rotting in jail, you guys. (laughs) Wasting the best years of her life.
1: Still looking great. Listen. Because that's the most important thing, everybody. (laughs) So
0: an international arrest warrant is granted and they go and get him. Right. I mean, that was easy police work, guys. Good work.
1: Great. So then Amanda's like, I've seen this guy around. So there's another
0: jailhouse recording where Amanda's like, Oh, that guy? Yeah. Like, I've seen him around, like... Just the idea of
1: knowing who could have done it. Like, I know him, kind of. I've seen him before with the neighbors. Like, we ran into him and they were talking to him or whatever. And then I think I saw, like, basketball with him once. And then I think once I saw him at my work. But, like, I don't even know his
0: name. So then we meet... (laughs) Rudy's lawyer. Rudy has sempre detto If I were like a cat watching this, the second Rudy's lawyer popped up on the screen, I would have been like <sighs> Look, I just did not like him from the jump. Walter Biscotti
1: He's Walter, not Walter. It's spelled with a V. Go check. Go get thee to Netflix. It's Walter.
0: He is smart. He's the kind of guy that I don't like because I could tell he's smarter than me. And like, if I were to get into a conversation with him, he'd just shut me down in two seconds. So he I...
1: has a lot of zingers. There's one that we'll get to in a little bit. <laughs>
0: My nickname for him was the sleazy Italian idiot, but you pointed out. He's not an idiot. Thanks, Joanne. I just
1: quoted Zodiac.
0: <laughs> we're getting to Zodiac at Woo. some point, you guys. So... Here's here's this guy's whole plan. He knows that if he takes his client, Rudy, to court at the same time as Amanda and Raffaele, Rudy's going to get blamed for the whole thing. He's going to go away. They're going to get off. Mm-hmm. So he asks for what
1: they call... A fast-track trial.
0: I'm like, that's an option? Did anybody tell Amanda's lawyers?
1: Seriously. <laughs> and then you get... The two people can be tried simultaneously in two different cases. Right. I know. Like... What?
0: I know. So basically the guy like shows up, he's like changes his whole story. Mm -hmm. Says that like, oh, when he came out of the bathroom, he saw Amanda basically like fleeing the crime scene.
1: And some other guy, but they couldn't see his face. Everything is just very convenient. Anyway, but Nick piece of garbage just straight up admits he's like nobody cared about Rudy's case.
0: No one was really that bothered about Rudy. I mean obviously we gave it the cursory. Coverage and we had covered his trial, covered his sentence, but at the end of the day, there was no interest in him. I mean, and that was like actually devastating to me because totally. they're like, he's like, we we gave it the cursory, like, oh yeah, this guy was convicted oh. of her murder, blah, 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 but nobody blah. cared. Right, exactly. And I'm
1: like, wait, wait a second. If right. he was convicted of her murder, why are we moving forward with Amanda and Raffaele's case? Exactly. Okay, we're at the trial. The cult of the girl known as Foxy Noxy is why Italians are calling this the trial of the decade. Yeah.
0: It is now. One and a half years after the murder. Mm -hmm. They've been in jail for like a year now.
1: And – Everyone in the media is calling it a what? Oh,
0: my God. They're calling what actually happened to Meredith a drug-fueled sex game. Sex.
1: Sex. Sex. A drug-fueled sex game. Drug-fueled sex game. A drug-fueled sex game gone wrong. This is another thing where it's like, it's just so disrespectful to Meredith and what actually happened. Like, yeah. as as bad as they are to Amanda and Raffaele, and every, I'm not taking any of that away from anybody. But it's still like, can you please stop this? There is... Someone who someone was murdered,
0: right? And it's it's a circus at the courthouse, yeah. Like, there, there's so many like international press from it's, all over the world, they can't
1: even, they're like cli- they're scaling the walls in yeah. the like, court. It's insane, it's crazy. Oh, and Giuliano, of course, is there with a pipe like his <laughs> idol Sherlock Holmes.
0: This is the idiot prosecutor, <laughs> who like literally is smoking a pipe. like, and, and he's out there saying, like, what a great job he's doing and how everyone's like patting him on the back and how easy this is gonna be,
1: right? And then he walks us through what he thinks happened to Meredith that night.
0: Okay, but he has, like, tools that he has. Can you please tell the people about the tools that he uses? Okay, so there are these... You're, like, literally rubbing your temples. I am.
1: I can't handle it. (laughs) So there are these things on the internet, and this is not really... I don't know. This might not be very common knowledge, but there are these Taiwanese news videos that used to... This was big, like, at that time. They don't use them so much anymore. They even use one in Parks and Recreation because it was, like, kind of a viral thing (laughs) where it's, like, this weird not new looking animation like that old like remember that Dire Straits video Money for Nothing yeah like and it was all like that weird robotic thing yeah, it looks like when
0: you're like watching a security video on a plane
1: yeah you know and it's all and it's like this crazy insane that is not at all true reenactment where the they sensationalized... all sort
0: of look like the characters that's supposed to be Amanda and Meredith and Rap- they all sort of look like yeah. each themselves
1: and they do this for whatever whenever they do it it's always the same thing like they kind of look like the people yeah and it's always broken English that was run through Google Translate to say like what the people were thinking. Right, exactly. There's always like something, somebody running with like a knife in the air. Like it's just, it's just ridiculous. Every time. And they're all over the internet. So after this is over, please go enjoy.
0: Yeah, so the, the theory of the crime is that Literally, like Meredith comes home and, like, oh, again, here's my slutty roommate, Amanda, and her, like, weird boyfriend, Raffaelli. And they're, like, friend, and they're probably, they're, like, drinking and having a sex party. And I'm so judgmental.
1: Right. And she, they, like, want Meredith to be involved. And she's like, I can't.
0: The actual dialogue that they use for Amanda confronting her is, Why do you judge my morals so harshly?
1: Now I'll show you what's going to happen. <laughs> you guys, this is the type of video. This exactly. is. Exactly. And so the idea
0: is that. Like, Amanda then has the boys hold Meredith down while she basically hacks her to pieces. Right. It's just crazy. And then it ends with idiot prosecutor saying, I am sure that Rudy and Raffaele were trying to indulge Amanda in every possible way that night. Pleasure at any cost. This is the heart of most crimes.
1: On a scale of one to ten, how believable is that? <laughs> I mean, it's negative one hundred. Right.
0: It's just—it's all of it is just ridiculous.
1: After nearly a year of testimony, Italy's so-called trial of the century has come to a close.
0: And Amanda Knox
1: may know her fate as early as tomorrow. There may be a verdict.
0: Then the verdict comes in, and it's like—I mean—they're now showing like news media from the United States. Everyone's like anxiously awaiting this verdict. <sighs> so she stands up. She's—they're both found guilty. He gets 25 years. She gets 26 years. Her family is there. The verdict floored an unsuspecting Knox family. So convinced were they of their daughter's innocence, they'd brought her younger sisters along to court. And she gets like totally taken away.
1: Right. It's it's horrible. Yeah. And of course they show a little bit of the Kircher family where it's like, Happy that there's a little closure, but who's happy in a situation like this? Everybody loses. Everyone in the room here obviously associates Meredith with a tragic event, but we we would prefer not to remember her in that way.
0: So in the aftermath of the verdict, right, like the the idiot prosecutor thinks the whole thing is done now. He's won his case. He literally calls himself a prophet in his own country. Oh,
1: yeah. When I heard that, I was like, Patrick is going to lose (laughs) his... Mind, Because he does that thing where he's like, I don't like to use the word hero, but I'm a hero. Because he even says, he was like, no one should call themselves a prophet. That was not my experience. When I was walking down the street of Italy, everyone was patting me on the back and calling me a prophet. And I'm like, dude. It
0: is weird, and we'll see this more later, but like the people of Italy think that Amanda Knox is a cold-blooded sex killer. Oh, for sure. It's crazy.
1: Don't forget satanic.
0: <laughs> the last thing, and I had been wondering about this, too, was that Raffaele there's like this like shot of him in his modern day interview saying like back then he wanted to like send amanda flowers for her birthday i was thinking about amanda and i wanted to send her flowers for her birthday to say i'm here i'm by your side i still have feelings for you but she clearly told me that her feelings were completely changed they're going through this trial together. They only knew each other for five days. Yeah.
1: It's crazy. And I, I mean, I guess he he handled it in the way where he was like, well, we have to stay together. And he wanted to uh-huh. latch on. And it made his feelings magnified. Yeah. And I think she was like, I hate everything yeah. about this. And I just need to separate.
0: Ugh. Okay. So then, the, obviously, there's an appeal.
1: Now we're at three years later.
0: It took three years for the appeal.
1: Yeah. Oh Appeals my take forever. Yeah. And then... You have to get another one, and then it's more time. Right, and it's more, right, I mean, they right, just, right. It yeah. takes forever. So,
0: okay, so again, they're showing the American news media. She's being walked in for her appeal. Mm-hmm. And Shepard Goddamn Smith on American Fox News, meanwhile, with his like, eye lift and his mascara and his eyeshadow, basically in full drag, what does he say?
1: He goes, he's commenting on her appearance, saying she looks skinnier. The convicted killer, Amanda Knox, was back in court today. They called her Foxy Knoxy. Looked a little more pale today, skinnier than had been in the past. Maybe he could use hair and makeup, but I guess you don't get that in jail.
0: Shepherd Smith.
1: And I even Googled it to make sure it was really him because I was like, I'm gonna drag oh, this. I know her voice anywhere. Her. I thought it was She hers. drags
0: herself around the, the gay bars in Hell's Kitchen. I know what Shepherd Smith sounds
1: like. What is she doing at Fox whatever, that's a whole exactly other. Whatever. exactly whatever, but okay. You I know your computer and all the equipment's here, so I won't flip this table. <laughs> yourself yeah that that's what it becomes and that's totally. what it all was about like we didn't really get into like how crazy it was because it's just a lot of like flashes of headlines and everything uh-huh. but the word satanic femme fatale yeah sex game sex goddess sex male man eater manipulator yeah. i mean it was on every headline and it was every little like lower third ticker on every news station right and then for him to just like flippantly say that it's like
0: what an asshole! Yeah, just, just, the, just the what absolute is worst. What's wrong with you? I know, I know. So she. We can't play any of this because it's in Italian. She makes, like, a plea to the court (laughs) that basically she's saying to the Kircher family how sorry she is that Meredith is gone and how, you know, she has, like, younger sisters too and the thought of never seeing them again is so devastating to her. And it's kind of unexpected. I guess people don't generally do that there. Um, And it works. A legal victory for American Amanda Knox, who's appealing her murder conviction in Italy, the appeals court gave the go-ahead for an independent review of crucial DNA evidence.
1: And this opens up a can of worms. Right, because it's an independent study of the DNA. Right, so this is is not done
0: by the state. This is now being done by independent contractors.
1: Right, which is good because they have no stake in this. Right.
0: What do they find out?
1: Oh, that everything is a mess. <laughs> that, like we were saying in the first episode, they just traipsed around that crime scene. Yeah, and now we're going to get into how wrong they were about everything. And I love these two.
0: But wait, can we talk about like in in the traipsing around the crime scene? This this like this stuck out to me so much because this woman. I'm not making a claim on her sexuality, but she looks just like all of my mom's biker friends. My mom's a lesbian when I was growing up. This woman. And it still is, probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She tries to kick in the door. She's like, kicking, kicking. It doesn't work. She puts her foot through like a plate of glass. She
1: jump kicks the door. <laughs> she jump kicks it, you guys, and glass goes everywhere. Yeah. And then she just like turns and looks around like, hey, I, I opened the door. <laughs> <laughs> this this guy, Dr. Stefano Conti, is like, I can't even talk about the contamination. And then it cut to this jump kick and I'm yeah. just like what the- I know, what? I know. But he's like
0: literally saying how like because there's a video. The forensic police took video of them going through the crime scene that right. day. So they are not changing their gloves. A lot of people are coming in without any protective gear. They're not changing their booties. So like all of this cross-contamination is like none of the dna evidence can be taken seriously because i mean it's just like blatant cross-contamination people aren't wearing gloves at all
1: he uses the word chaos about 10 times and it's still not enough (laughs) because
0: the police were running around with their hair on fire when they found a dead body remember that
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, ah, it's ah. It's like
0: what would happen if i found a dead body (laughs)
1: every door was kicked in (laughs) nobody opened the door everything was kicked in it was like they yeah it was like they it was like, like I found a dead body. It's like me and exactly Shepard
0: it. Smith walked in to a room full of dead bodies.
1: Ah, and girl, then, and he's just like Patrick. Would you do something with that hair? Run a comb <laughs> through your hair, would you? You're like Shep. Don't you? Don't you need a spray tan appointment? You dick.
0: <laughs> Can you talk to me about your aunt Carla Vecchiotti?
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> God, I wish.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah it yeah.
1: all sounds the same.
0: So she's an Italian, like. What what is her job? She's just
1: another independent forensic expert. Yeah,
0: exactly. And she's
1: mostly they're both like contamination experts. They both basically say the same thing. I'm in love with both of them. They're smart and awesome. Yeah. So she says this big this bra clasp, right, which was like such a big big deal. The cops made the biggest deal out of it. She's like, "Hey, fun fact about that. It was discovered 46 days after the night of the murder." Exactly. Do you know how much DNA can travel? Especially now that there's, like, all the windows are open because they smashed them all and they're exactly. chaotic. They, like, things are just, like, floating in from all... I mean, it could be and anybody. Like, my use- hair could have been there. Right,
0: exactly. We're not going to be able to use any clips in this part because it's all in Italian and you guys won't understand it. it. Like, it's subtitled in the movie. But basically, we find out the bra clasp has two other unknown male DNA particles on it also we find out that remember the knife that had amanda's dna on the handle and meredith's dna on the blade and she's like it was number one the amount of dna on that knife blade was so minuscule that it should have come up as inconclusive
1: especially meredith
0: right exactly and also she she asked the state forensic people Did you test this independently? And they're like, no, why would we do that? We tested it with all of the rest of Meredith's stuff that we were testing. And she's like, well, that's lab contamination. Like the the amount of DNA that was found was so small that it shouldn't have counted anyway.
1: DNA is crazy. That's why, like my husband Mike says, it's pretty hard to be a criminal these days, especially with the technology. And like I shed everywhere. Like I couldn't get away with anything, you guys. (laughs) Like I just couldn't. But things travel. Like, even when we come home from my parents' house, like, a couple days later, I'm like, oh, my God, that's the dog's hair. Yeah, Like, it's just, things travel. And so it makes sense that you're living, and Amanda Knox admits, like, it was a messy house. She even says, like, it was normal looking, but messy. Yeah, exactly. So it makes sense that she would spend all this time at home and then go cook at her boyfriend's house and, like, a piece of Meredith's teeny, 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 tiny DNA would end up on a knife that is inconclusive like that is not weird
0: so basically they're like yeah there's no evidence here guys and then there's a surprise appearance from the future president of the united states Uh, it's
1: not barack obama you guys
0: spoiler (laughs) you guys in his first act of foreign policy diplomacy trump has some suggestions for the way that president barack obama should handle this
1: can I say it so you don't have to play his stupid voice? Uh, yeah. He just says to boycott <laughs> Italy, and now we're moving on. It's the end. <laughs> How did that Hamilton boycott go, by the way? Interesting. <laughs> like boycott Italy.
0: Okay, here we go. Chile and Pensavale. So now Rudy's slimy lawyer that I, that I just like hated.
1: Valder Biscotti sounds like the Count. <laughs>
0: This is where, this is the quote.
1: This is the quote.
0: Because what's happening is that, like, American TV is questioning the validity of the Italian court system because it's now come to light that, like, they fucked this whole thing.
1: Right. Ms. Anderson Cooper is having none of it.
0: The thing I can't wrap my mind around, though, is if the DNA evidence is incredible, how did things get to this point?
1: So Biscotti, on the other hand, is like, hold on. So he resents the <laughs> fact that the American media, he says that American media is lecturing the Italians on how to do law, basically. Right, exactly. So he says, the courthouse was built in 1308. It housed the first faculty of law in Europe.
0: In America, in 1308,
1: they were drawing pictures of buffaloes in caves. I love it! I know. I mean, I just love it. And he's sitting there with his legs crossed and he's sort of like, turned like catty-cornered to the camera. And he's just very like, what?
0: i'm just telling you what is true but i mean i was thinking about it and i was like well good point sir like okay point one biscotti no
1: one's arguing that you guys started it we're just saying you're doing it wrong right now you gotta focus on the right kind of details that is what makes him a lawyer that's what makes him a good lawyer that he's like well in 1308 this is what we were doing we're like how about in 2000 whatever i know exactly move with the times thanks so much you know who else is upset who Stupid prosecutor, idiot prosecutor, who you hate. He's really upset that the media is being mean. <laughs> I totally
0: have that in quotes.
1: How interesting that now he doesn't like it. And he says this quote.
0: La stampa degli Stati Uniti.
1: Every piece of proof has DNA. evidence of uncertainty. And in my notes in capital letters, it says, it shouldn't. That's why it's proof.
0: Well, the thing is, what he's saying there is that he doesn't... He's like, America is focusing on the DNA evidence. And I'm saying that she was acting weird. Literally, she he says that. Yeah. He's like, America was focusing on the DNA, the actual hard evidence and she he's like but her behavior was funny
1: no uh (laughs) dna is dna you can't argue with dna that's why i'm such an evidence person if there's no evidence there i don't care how weird somebody was acting someone was acting weird
0: right exactly
1: so what four years after the brutal murder of british roommate meredith kircher it's all come down to this outside the courthouse the world awaits
0: frenzied journalists from around the globe (laughs) All counting down the moments until Amanda Knox's fate is revealed. So Amanda is brought in yet again by who I can only imagine at this point is her old friend, the woman who leads her into court every single time. Right, right, right. Do you think when they see each other, they're like, oh, hey, nice to
1: see you again. I think they look at each other and they're like, is today the day? Like, I think they both (laughs) hope they'll never see each other again in the best way possible, right? right, Yeah.
0: So Amanda is led in and it's like, this is it. I mean, like, this is going to be either she's going to get out of jail or like she's going to be in jail for the rest of her life. She goes and, like, she sits down and, I mean, the camera is, like, on her. Yeah. And the judge walks in and you're like, oh, my God, girl, can we just, like, can you just say it? Yes or no? Yes or no? And now it's been, it's four years after the murder now. Yeah.
1: So this has been a four-year-long
0: yep. ordeal for her. And she's acquitted. I've seen this documentary. Mm-hmm. And I, she was acquitted and she started crying. I started sobbing. Yeah. Like, it's a really emotional moment. And then... All of a sudden, well she and Raphael are acquitted and like they are they have to be bum rushed out of there. <laughs> Italy hates them.
1: And it's nighttime. Why are they doing this at night? I
0: know. Listen, I've seen night court. I know that like that's a thing.
1: Oh my god, night court. Remember night court? <laughs> nice.
0: So they get, like, rushed out. Meanwhile, Amanda can barely stand because she's so emotional. And, like, she is surrounded by people.
1: People are screaming. Yeah.
0: They're out on the street. They're, like, for shame. Great disappointment among
1: people out here that Amanda Knox has been found not guilty in the murder of Meredith Gertrude. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is this, Game of Thrones? I do know, guys, calm
0: down. And, like, they just get the hell out of there.
1: And they both go home. And and Raphaeli even says... How can how does he get back to the real world? I was a simple
0: computer guy. Now everybody know me. They look at me at the street, on the street. They ask me questions. Uh, they treat me like a movie star when uh, when I'm not, and I'm inside a tragedy still.
1: People treat him like a movie star, but it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy for everybody yeah, involved. Absolutely. And then you know you have the media saying. Well, she's either, you know, Amanda's either going to have a normal life or she's going to go on Dancing with the Stars and then we'll know what her motivation is. Well,
0: like they have all this stuff. Like they show her like landing in Seattle and you hear like the newsroom being like, there she is, there she is, there she is. There she is, there she is, there she, okay, is. There there. she is,
1: there she is, there she is. She's there. She's there. She's there. She's there.
0: She's there. She's there. But she is coming down the stairs. She's coming, coming down, down the stairs. The stairs. Like, like it's crazy. I see her too. Calm I know. Down. I know. And then you have like the news media people outside her house, like hounding her dad. Like, but okay. you're aware that I suppose as the, the longer you leave it, in a sense, the less you know, the less money you're going to get ultimately. What do you mean is? Well, you're, you're not such. She's not such a hot property in an interview term. If you wait a month,
1: um, I'm not looking at her as a hot property.
0: I could see the dad just like making the decision in his mind to not knock that guy out.
1: Yeah, because then that would be the story. Exactly. Amanda Knox is crazy, satanic, yeah. sex godfather, like, and you're gets like
0: knocked out. Listen, listen, I should have been a copywriter. Totally.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I almost just fell over in <laughs> my chair. That's how much I lean back. That was great. And then, but like Amanda's like
0: talking about like going to the grocery store. I get into a line at the grocery store, and the person behind me is like, "Whoa." It's you. I know you. and I mean, truly, it's what I would do. If I saw Amanda Knox right now, I would be like, ah! You know? <laughs> and she's like, and people are like, I know you. And she's like, you don't know me.
1: And I really want to turn to them and say, who the fuck are you? And you don't know me. So after
0: she's been home for a while, it is again decided that, like, the case, they've been stripped of their acquittal. Mm-hmm. They're guilty again. And now it's going to go back to the Supreme Court. And this this happens real quick in the documentary. So we'll, we'll just kind of breeze over it. The
1: end of this documentary, a criticism, is that we just blow through it. Yeah. Like, I would love to know more about the Italian courts and why they can do this. Why they can try someone who's not there. This we, is, And this was all based on circumstantial evidence and her behavior. So they were the, right. the Italian courts were like, thanks so much for all the DNA testing. Thank you. But we're going to go in a different direction. <laughs> and we're going to use her behavior instead. Yeah, exactly. and, and then they were just sort of like, hey, so now Amanda and Raffaele are just going to walk on eggshell. For mm-hmm. an indeterminate until we tell you not to. Right. And we're just gonna decide without you what the verdict is gonna be. Yep. And maybe you'll have to come back here and serve the rest of your life, maybe not. I don't know. We'll, we'll get, get back, back to you, girl.
0: You. Yeah. So they, it cuts to her like like house in Seattle, and she's there with all of her family and she's watching it on a computer. Like all of a sudden it's like breaking news. Like this this, this decision's gonna be told any minute.
1: Amanda Knox's Italian attorney this morning says Amanda is worried and
0: has had a sleepless night. Meredith Kircher's family has made
1: its wishes clear. They are convinced of Amanda's guilt and would like to see her imprisoned back where this all began. In Italy.
0: And then all of a sudden it's just like, and she's free. Like she's They're acquitted.
1: F- yeah. Oh, oh my oh gosh! God. Oh oh God. God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting chills. I know. You. I know they're both fully exonerated
0: yep and she freaks out of course and she like jumps up and, and I was really happy to see that she immediately runs and calls Raffaele of course because I didn't know if they were still friends I didn't know like what the state of their friendship oh, I was I think in
1: point. that moment regardless yeah. where you're just like that feeling of alright now it's really done yeah because two yeah. other times you thought it was really done yeah for the better or for worse it's done we're guilty it's done we're not yeah and now it's like we're and- done Raffaele <laughs> So like
0: one of the last things we see is the hot on the outside, gross on the inside, idiot writer, journalist guy, who they're asking him about, like, to sort of reflect on what he had done, right? Yeah. So he looks back and he says, I think now looking back, some of the information that came out was just crazy, really. And it's just
1: completely made up. But hey, what are we supposed to do, you know? We are journalists and we are reporting what we are being told. It's not as if I can say, right, hold on a minute. Uh, I just want to double check that uh, myself in some other way. I mean, goodness knows how. And then I'll let my rival get in there first before me. And then, hey, I've I've lost a scoop.
0: Clearly, this guy has, like, absolutely no actual journalistic ethics. Like, what he's literally saying right there is it's not my job to fact check. It's my job to take whatever you tell me and put it right out in the press.
1: Yeah, and then say, like, because that's what the people wanted anyway. Exactly. He takes no responsibility. Yeah. And he's really just focused on how many many front pages he got, you guys. You know what
0: he had to do? Go right home and lock down his Twitter account because well, I can what? only imagine what the, the 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 vitriol this idiot must have gotten
1: to do that and then not even be able to take it back and be right. one of those people who's like, hey, uh, yeah. I can dish it, but you know, like this is this is what free press, like this is why everything is great and exactly, we can do that, and exactly. you go home and lock like
0: yeah, oh. so it like ends ends with Amanda Knox somehow they got an entire ferry to themselves and it's just like Amanda Knox on a ferry like in Puget Sound or something right. and. You know, we haven't touched on this at all, but, like, at three different places in the movie, she has these, like, really serious quotes that Mm -hmm. are, like, to the camera. Yeah. And I'm like, was that written down? Like, did she, like, it doesn't, they're a little bit too on the nose to be, like, off the cuff. Yeah. It ends with her talking about, like, monsters.
1: I think people love monsters. And so when they get the chance, they want to see them. It's... People projecting their fears, they want the reassurance that they know who the bad people are and it's not them. So maybe that's what it is. We're all afraid. And fear makes people crazy. I know. I've, I'm tired in the I best know, way. Too, I feel too, like I too. just ran 10 miles.
0: Um. Okay. What are we? Okay. Tell me what we're doing next.
1: I, we're doing Jesus camp.
0: <laughs> Do you have any feelings about it? Oh,
1: I have so many feelings about, <laughs> I, I get riled up about child abuse. So yes. And I get riled up about like God shit. Yeah.
0: I want to be clear. I believe in God. I was raised by, like, a full-on... My mom's a lesbian, was raised... I was an altar boy. My mom loved being Catholic. Mm -hmm. She then, like, went around to other churches until she... My mom's an Episcopalian. She went back to school to be... um, I don't know why I'm feeling like I have to explain this to everybody. That's okay. But she went back to school to get her master's in divinity to become a a priest. She didn't. She became a chaplain. I believe in God. I just I have major issues with organized religion. That said, here's the trailer for Jesus Camp. This is a sick old world. Kids, you've got to change things. Boys and girls can change the world? Absolutely.
1: There are two kinds of people in the world, people who love Jesus and people who don't.
0: Where should we be putting our focus? I'll tell you where our enemies are putting it, they're putting it on the kids. How long have you been a Christian? At five I got saved because yeah. I just wanted more of life. You go into Palestine and they're taking their kids to camps like we take our kids to Bible camps and they're putting hand grenades in their hands. There's an excitement, yet there's a peace with it all too. It's really cool. I really feel that we're a key generation to Jesus coming back. And we are a generation that needs to rise up and run with that baton. Yeah. How many of you want to be those who would give up their lives for Jesus? We're being trained to be God's army. There's a new church like this every two days in America. 25% of the American population, that's about 80 million people. If the evangelicals vote they determine the election they've taken over the white house congress the judiciary for a generation this is just the tip of the iceberg
1: are you a part of it or not oh it's gonna be a really light and fun episode everybody Get, get excited and it's on netflix
0: you guys, uh, in the last two days, we've gotten like nine new iTunes reviews. I'm obsessed with the iTunes reviews. Please rate and review us on iTunes. I, I read them every day. I check like four times a day to see
1: if we have any new ones. I love you for doing it. Jillian, where else can
0: they find us? At
1: truecrimeobsessed.com and on Twitter at TrueCrimeobsess. No E-D.
0: <laughs> you guys, I cannot, look. Like, thousands and thousands and thousands of you have found our podcast. We are so overwhelmed and amazed by yeah. it. Please continue to share your favorite episodes so more people can find us. Um, And we'll
1: see you next week. Thank you so much, everybody.
0: We love you. Bye. Bye.